They say good things come in small packages. Brands may be small, but it's fast and mighty. Brands Hatch Beckons. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Hub podcast. Uh, I'm Sam. Russ is with me again, as always. And we're going to have a little look this weekend at Brands. Um, we're going to it this weekend as well. We are indeed. Second yeah. one in a row. And hopefully go to autumn to make it three in a row. Won't get to knock hill, but no, no. no. Uh, yeah, you should mention it's Brands Hatch this weekend. We're at the Indy Circuit. We finished here last year. Normally we finish at the GP Circuit, but due to COVID and the hope there'd be fans in in and around the series, we ended up reversing them last year. Back to normality this year. It's odd that Brands hasn't opened. Brands has sort of been quite a, a fixture of opening the uh, the action, but not. Not in recent years. Yeah, well, there was still a little bit of a calendar reshuffle at the start of this year, wasn't there? So um, I think they had to squeeze them in where they could. Obviously, most of the other tracks have got other racing series that go there as well, and they have to try and amend the calendars to to suit everyone. Yeah, and as mentioned in the intro, this is the shortest track on the grid at 1.21 miles, 10 corners. Um, the quickest lap time is Matt Neal with 48.4 that was set in 2011. It's amazing that's not been beaten since, really. It is. And the best uh, qualifying lap is Tom Ingram in 47.9. Again, 2016 he set that in the event system. So, again, not been bettered. I wonder if they haven't been bettered because of pressure pads. Because they always, always used to run wide coming out of Graham Hill Bend at the bottom of the hill, didn't they? So, I, I wonder whether the pressure pad's there. And I think they've got them on the exit of Paddock Hill as well. Uh, I wonder whether tightening those track confined limits that um, they aren't quite able to exploit them as much as they used to. Quite possibly, but Brands is an excellent track, isn't it? It always That's delivers. Fantastic. It's, it, I say it's only it's small. There's only ten corners, and to look at, you think mm, it's not that exciting. But you always get great racing. The elevation changes help as well. Um, and this weekend, the weather could play a factor too. Yeah, it, it's a brilliant track for the fans as well because it is set into this like almost bowl. And from most places on the track, you can see a good proportion of the racing. Um, and as you mentioned, the weather can always play a part. It certainly did last year when we saw um, a significant amount of rain, didn't we? Um, and some very interesting racing. And the year before that, when we were oh able to God. go, we had... We race camped that year. We did. Race race one was, from memory, fairly dry. Yeah. A few spatterings. Race yeah. two started dry, and then Neil and Camish absolutely tore the field apart in yep. the wet. And then race three was wet, wetish again. Yeah, and the, and Sutton made some unbelievable moves, didn't he? Yeah, in the Subaru. Well, it was yeah. raining, so the barge was, you know, <laughs> in its natural habitat. Yeah, this weekend we're looking for uh, sunny intervals on Saturday for qualifying. Um, so I think a, a fairly genuine dry setup. However, on Sunday is where it starts to look a little interesting. Now the first race is at eleven thirty. Now for that, we reckon this should be fairly dry, maybe a bit overcast, but looking towards race two and more likely race three, we're probably going to expect maybe a little bit of a shower or two, which always makes it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So race one should be fairly dry, um, and then race two, we're looking at a, race two starts at uh, 20 to 3, so we're looking at about a 31% chance of rain at the moment, according to the BBC's weather people. And then race three is a late one uh, this weekend at yeah, half past five. five. 
uh, and we're looking at around a 36% chance uh, at that point. And also, it's likely to have rained pretty much solidly from three to between times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it could have a wet, greasy circuit. Um, yeah. Be interesting to see. Obviously, last year when it started to rain, they red flagged the F4 race in fairly controversial circumstances, yeah. going to half points, which cost uh, the championship for I can't remember which way around it was, but anyway. Yeah. Um, be interested if we have any of that this weekend of the support packages um, and of course you, there is the option to do it in the touring cars if everyone starts on dries and it's too dangerous to carry on running uh, the system but yeah it should be interesting I don't think we're going to have the same levels of rain we had at the season uh, finale last year because no. there was genuine concerns that race wasn't going to go ahead in the morning yeah, due yeah. to the, the level of rain and that's as you mentioned earlier because of the bowl there's puddles form of brown brands, oh, don't they? there there's rivers that go across Paddock Hill, which I think is still one of the best corners in English motorsport. Um, and certainly under the trees up at Druids, you're not going to get the tri- track drying as evenly as you would at a normal race circuit. Um, so it has its own difficulties, um, but there are also it, its own little benefits as well, especially on the pit straight where it's so angled that a lot of the water runs into the pit lane. Absolutely. Um, just going to pull you back on one point. England, I'd say world. There's not many better first corners in the world than Paddock Hill Bend. All first corners, okay. I was just going on corners. Okay, well, in terms of corners, yes, there are some, but I think yeah. in first corners, I can't think of many off the top of my head that, that rival it as, as first corners. Yeah, it depends what you look for, and I think it depends on the series that it's racing there. But certainly for saloon cars, it, it, it's a very tough testing and uh, ballsy, shall we say, first corner. There's, uh, yeah, on cold tyres as well. Yeah. Um, particularly if it's raining you need to yeah nail everything to the wall and, and hope <laughs> don't you yeah there have been a few incidents over the years haven't there oh there was the awful one which did take about 11 cars or so Shevin had to go to hospital yeah you're like, thinking of the one just coming up into Druids aren't yeah, you yeah 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 just cars littered across the track because the marbles on the outside of Paddock are so slippery in the wet that, yeah I mean we saw Camish in 2019 overtake on those marbles in the wet and I think both of us screamed a little bit as he put the car on you think he's not going off those yep. if he does he's going sideways of course last year we had Paul Rivette spin and nearly t- oh. and nearly T-boned him so that was so close very close so close yeah so it, yeah it's, it's a really really unforgiving corner um, and as you say it's I, I I should have put this in my predictions actually there's going to be a safety car this weekend isn't there you would probably think so just one, because of how short the track is and how, how often you have cars coming around, especially once the field gets stretched out. Um, but yeah, certainly the, the weather could could lead to a safety car or two. That's a really interesting point you make as well about the track being small. This could be the first time we really see back markers play a part in the front racing. Obviously, they so. do their best to get out of the way, but it's a small circuit. It's not always easy to get out of the way. And most of them at the back are fighting their own battles as well. Yeah, that is it. So you're right, actually. This could be very interesting to see how... Six of the newer drivers as well get on with the blue flags and yep. trying to get out of the front runners' way because you're right there will be lapping going on this weekend. Yeah, I, th- I think we should have a little uh, little sort of like look into what we should expect from teams this weekend, um, and then eventually get on to our predictions. Yeah, so Ash Sutton leads the championship at the moment. Yep, he had a pretty good return here last year on both iterations of the track. So I know we're not doing the GP, but at the GP, sixth, the third, and the second. And the Brands Hatch Indy, where it really mattered last year, a second, a first, and a sixth. Drove the race three very, very well, over to when he could, um, rather than to force it. 
So he's a, it's a car that should go well here. Although I would say that I think last year the conditions played into Sutton's hands. Yes, very much so. Because I think this is probably the on paper where I'd expect the Infinity to be weakest, just because there's not many traction zones for it. No, not really. Maybe coming out of clearways and, and the exit of Druids. Um, but we've also got to take into consideration, especially for the first race and qualifying, that he's running full weight because he's out, out in the lead of the championship, two-point lead over Ingram. And this will be the first time that that car has had full weight on for qualifying. Yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out from him. We're back to our normal qualifying um, layout for this, this race. And I think we're going to see track limits be a huge issue just because of the nature of the circuit. Um, and I also think we probably see some of these these names at the top of the standings currently maybe drop outside the top 10 because of how close we expect it to be at Brands. I think in previous years we've had like the top 20 covered by a second. I think there's also the issue of traffic. There's going to yeah. be a lot of cars on circuit. It's going to be very difficult to wind up to get that free lap, isn't it? So very much so. That's going to be interesting. Um, you mentioned Ingram, who's um, second in the championship. Yeah. He's historically gone quite well at Brands. Um, a fourth, a second, a retirement. He got, from memory, got absolutely taken out in race three last year um, it, by a wayward. I can't remember if it was a wayward now, but it was a wayward car that took him out. And then he got a third and two seconds at the uh, closer last year at the Indy Circuit. And again, he goes well in rain. Yeah, he, he didn't really have... He was an outside chance, wasn't he, going to the final round of the championship last year. And he just did as as best as he could. Um, and racing with that freedom, I think he was able to maybe achieve a little more. Um, this weekend, I think he'll be looking to gain solid points, maybe pick up a podium or even a race win. Um, but I think it will be interesting to see how the Hyundai runs at this circuit. Obviously, you said that this would be the, the litmus test almost to see how well it's run at Thruxton, followed by the win at Snetterton. If it can do it here, then I'll, I'll be buying your humble pie. Well, you're going to buy uh, it, are you? Nice. <laughs> and I'm, some custard. I'm happy if you're buying it, all the better. Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I think the yeah, Thruxton, I was slightly surprised, but it was wet, so it played into Ingram's hands. Snetterton is a track he's very good at, though I was quite surprised of its pace in, in, the, in the heat as well. I think if you can succeed here at a track like Brands, then I will probably have to accept that there's more in that car than I deem there to be. I would say that last year, Proctor got a 19th and 8th and a 19th, and Smiley got a 13th and 11th and a 12th, so about what you'd expect from them last year, albeit Ingram is a much... So the car was able to fight through the grid then? With, with Proctor? It was wet in race two. Yeah. So, it's, it, yeah, it's going to be difficult to see, but, but I'm sure it will pan out quite well because he's quite a good driver. Yes, no, he is. I say, yeah, if, he can get, if he can, this weekend, get a, a, you know, three good results of it, then he's firmly in this title fight, and you've got to say, fair enough, and I was wrong. Yep, which I always like to say. I know. <laughs> uh, Turkington, uh, who's obviously in and around this battle as well, had a good time of it at Snetton on the whole. Um, Very good. Made up for his Thruxton mismatch. Um he, his record here last year in the first meeting, second, first, and a fifth, uh, and then a ninth, a fourth, and a ninth. I, I tend to think that this, the BMW goes better at the GP circuit due yeah. to the higher traction zone. Stretch its legs, can't it, out the back as well? Yeah, exactly. Whereas, but I still expect him to be good here. Uh, yeah. I expect a solid weekend for Turkington. Um, which is, he can't stretch his legs down the back bit, but the Babram straight is still a pretty long straight. And yeah. uh, the BMW is always set up well for Powder Kill Bend, so he should be pretty good on. I think pretty good rounds here. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how the next two drivers in the championship bounce back this weekend. Mm. Now, Josh Cook and Jake Hill went into Snetterton 
leading the championship, top two positions. And it's fair to say they didn't have the best of weekends last time out at Snetterton. I think they both struggled with weight on board in the car. And I think both of the cars may have struggled. Certainly the Honda struggled more with the heat. Um, we know that the focus is good round here. Yeah. And I would expect Jake Hill to be pretty strong round here as well. He took a third last year in the season, final season, final race of the season even. Um, and that was obviously in the Honda. Uh, looking at the other drivers, I think it was... Uh, but no, I was going to say Jackson. Oh, Jackson sorry. Got a, yes, he's uh, got a third here as well. Uh, did really well actually in the opening race here in the first race. Sorry, at the, yep. at the GP circuit, a third where he fought off Ingram brilliantly in the car, yep. and a fifth. Um, so yeah, this I think the Ford will go well here. Hill I think will go well here. I just think there's going to be quicker drives in and around him this weekend. Mm, we'll we'll have to wait and see. You think the Hondas are going to go well this weekend? Yeah, Honda Honda last year the heat. At the GP circuit, yeah. didn't play into their hands. Absolutely murdered their engines, didn't it? And then it was wet in the race for, in the second meeting. Historically, the Civic goes well here. Yeah. Historically, Shedden goes well here. Um, so I think that I think that this weekend Shedden will probably probably announce himself back into this racing series. He's a lot of bad luck. Obviously, if he can qualify with the degree at the right uh, angle, we'll see how we get on. But yeah, I think that this is probably the weekend that that dynamics can look to build. I think this is. A track that have earmarked as being a strong punting ground for them. Yeah, I mean he's 45 points at the moment behind Sutton in the championship, sitting in 10th. Um, Cook in the other Honda, the BTC Honda, do you think he's going to be up there with Shedden as well? Uh, do you know if Cook, if he could get a run together... It could be a challenger, couldn't he? Yeah. Last year... He showed that two years ago, didn't he? And then he almost had, like, last season it went to the wall a bit. Yeah. Last season there was an 8th and ninth and a 7th, which is good not not spectacular but it was wet and he had yep. nothing to play for um he should go well here the car the honda should go well here in my view this is a for me this is a hatchback circuit yeah and it historically has been a hatchback circuit um and i think he should go well i just don't necessarily trust cook just when you you, you go to thruxton he has a really good weekend yep. and we go to Snesson and he's not there and that's kind of been the the story Throughout his time in the doesn't put cars. any consistency together. No, yeah. At the end of Thruxton, we're going, wow, this really Cook has really got a chance here. That yep. car looks good. You know, he's been in that team for a while now. They understand the car. Yeah, he's fired up. And then we go to Snetterton in different conditions, different type of track, and it's nowhere. I think that's I think that's probably why I think it's only a two horse race, possibly three of Ingram. <laughs> but we don't know enough about the car because I think that you have to have a car that suits all tracks. I only think at the moment that truly the Infinity and the BMW does. Yeah. The Hyundai might, but yeah. I think it's too early to know. Okay, then moving on. You say it's a hatchback circuit. How do you see Plato bouncing back and possibly Dan Lloyd continuing some of that form that he showed at Snetterton? I think Lloyd will be one to watch. Plato is obviously going to want to bounce back. He did win a race at the GP circuit in 2019 in the season closer. Um, yeah. You said he was going to win that race. Didn't I did. You? Yeah, I did. I remember. I did. Uh, he'll be looking, I think, to do a similar thing to there, i.e points first and second, be in the chance for a grid reversal and see what you can do from there. I think that the car's going to be a little bit slower here. I think that this is such a quick track that it might be exposed as its age and it's slightly declining pace compared to some of the you other cars. You want about the car or Jason? The car. Okay, carry on. The car. I really, I am really interested to see Lloyd here because I think he's really has caught the eye in it in two rounds. And, mm. But again, I think this is a circuit that the car is going to struggle at. 
notwithstanding, I think it's a hatchback circuit, but I just wonder if the age of the car is going to show. There's a lot, in my opinion, there's a lot of quicker cars in and around it. Okay, okay. One car that is a hatchback, I think, to look out for this weekend is Rory Butcher. Yeah. Because the Toyota goes well here. Yeah. Butcher goes well here. Bit of a dark horse. Not in my turkey tips for Euro success, dark horse. <laughs> can, can he keep his head, though? When, when he's put in those situations of out there at the front or needing to battle his way to the front, he always seems to be eager at the wrong points, I think is accurate. I think this season the pressure is completely off of him. Okay. Because it, I think Gazoo Racing, except this is going to be a transition season with moving away from Speedworks and Ingram, and obviously Ingram confirmed that Snetch and a lot of the backroom staff have gone with him to yeah. uh, Hyundai. This is going to be very much a transition season of for the team trying to learn how to run a two-car team yep. uh, Butch is obviously going to be the lead driver but I think his his role is just to gather data as much as possible I don't think they really expect a championship I don't think he's got to race as hard as he did last year with, with the Fords um, he's not been pushed by his teammate in any way shape or form No, he's always going to outscore Smell, Smell. so yep. I think the pressure's off this year for Rory so whether that will change his approach I don't know but I do agree <laughs> with you that he's got a bit of an overzealousness to him which has caused problems. Although that said, last year he was very unlucky with the car's uh, reliability. Yep. Retirement in the first race when he was winning, fought back to fourth in the second from the back of the grid. Yep. In a car that ridiculously rapid. Then we had to retire in the third race as well. So, unless we forget, he won Brands Hatch Indy final race last year as well. Yeah. So. Okay then. Uh, on to another hatchback, um, Team Hard and the brand new mm. Cupra Leon. Now, Jack Goff has had a fairly steady opening couple of rounds. Aaron Taylor-Smith has also scored some decent points. Um, unfortunately, we're yet to see Geddy or Hamilton um, score any points. Geddy a little more unfortunate than, than Nick. Um, could this be a weekend where we see the, the Cupra light up? Yeah, I think so. I think this is... We've not really had any indication of its raw pace yet. I thought Goff did really well at Snetterton, by the yeah, way. I thought so it was qu- quite impressive at a tricky power circuit I think this is going to suit the hard drivers because I say it's not it's quick there's not too much thinking in terms of what you get at other circuits um, and I think the hatchback plays into the advantage plays into their advantage here so yeah I think that I don't think a podium for Goffs off the cards this weekend I, w- I wonder because of the nature of the circuit and how short it is and the a lot of the corners are fairly similar, yeah. aren't they? I wonder whether it will be easier to set the car up in a short amount of time for this sort of circuit rather than something like Snetterton where they did very well, which has that technical infield and the, the long straights out the back. Now, I wonder whether that will work in their favour. I think the corners flow easier for them as well. It's much easier to get into the rhythm of a race here because at you know, Snetterton you've got long periods where nothing really happens. You've got the long straight the infield section comes pretty quickly yep. it's different. and then, then you reset for the long straight so I think here you can get that run together quite nicely of flowing corners um, yeah I think yeah I think this is a weekend where Hard are going to really look to try and get get points across the board and see where or how far Goff can push the car ok ok uh, looking more towards the Jack Sears now um, Rory uh, Rory Row bottom, uh, one last time out at Snetterton. Osborne took the opening round at Thruxton. Do you think that those two drivers are going to be challenging for it this weekend, or do you think we could see others like Geddy or Bordley um, challenging as well? I think it's going to be those two pretty much all season now, I have to say. I don't know what you think, but I think those two certainly. Um, Bordley, every time we expect him to deliver, he doesn't. 
and I don't think this is going to be a track where he's particularly strong. I wonder if this is a weekend where Edwards might fancy nicking a Jack Sears win. Yeah, yeah, certainly in that Honda. Mm. She showed good progression last weekend and obviously got her maiden points in the championship. Um, will she kick on? You'd like to hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think the car suits the circuit. I think, you know, say it comes. It's a quick circuit. Um, there'll be lots of chance for her to overtake and to get in and among BTC overtaking. I think that I think it's hard to look past Robottom this weekend. I think Osborne has certainly got the best car to challenge Robottom uh, and the most experience to do so. Do I? I mean, actually, Ro- Osborne did fairly well here. Uh, no, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Sorry, I thought this was a track. I thought this was a track he did well. At. No, it wasn't. Ignore that. Although to be fair, he was in the Honda at the time with his engine blowing up alongside yes. Jake Hill. So yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, what do you think? I think Robottom is probably slam dunk this weekend. I think certainly this weekend. Yeah, um, as you said, the Honda looks looks like it should power well at this circuit. Um, and although. Uh, Osborne has had running here before and we would expect the forward to be quick I just think that Robottom's got that little bit more experience and especially having Shedden alongside in the garage um, I think that will do him well for this weekend of course alongside Osborne this weekend Anthony will be back I was just about to say Neat is back this weekend yeah. yep. um, well, what, what, what do you think he needs to do this weekend Andy Neat I mean we've, we've talked to Depp about What's happened while we're here? So let's focus that he's back. What what does he need to do? I think he needs to go unspoken about this weekend, which he won't do because he's back. But yeah, yeah. Don't get into any incidents. Don't put yourself in the headlights of headlines. Basically, very good. Thank you. If he does, and it is a big if, and we are speculating, where what do you th- where do you think we go from there? If we see if we see another incident like the one at Thruxton, or poor driving, or a mistake. I mean, as I said, Jess Hawkins spoke well about this at the at, um, snap. snap last time out. There's not a driver on the grid who's not who's not made a mistake, and she's yeah. absolutely bang on. I don't deny that. But if we see another one to that level this weekend, do we see him again this season? It's really difficult because I I know this is going to sound bad. The amount of investment that he brings to the team, he he's paying for that seat. He has the joint sponsorship for that team. And it's worth just saying that a lot of drivers pay for their seats as yes. well. It's, it's not, yeah, we're not suggesting that, yeah. you know. But we, it's, the, it's probably yeah. the same reason that Sam Osborne is in there because of his dad's affiliation with Wearer Tools. Yeah, but I say most drivers on the grid have a flagship sponsor that pays for their seats. So yep. yeah, there's nothing unusual about Andy Neat in that sense. But I think you're right. But there comes a point where you've got a safe face. I know we're, we're you know, wildly speculating because the race has not happened yet, but. I think you're right. I think he needs to keep a very low profile this weekend and just let his racing do the talking. Yeah, in a good way. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Well, shall we have a little move on to some predictions then? Uh, mm. We'll go through race winners, uh, who we think will win the Jack Sears, although that may have been obvious by now. Um, uh, any weekend predictions and obviously the game that is the Harveyisms. Yes, and this isn't an actual prediction, but it's one for I think Jenny goes well here this weekend. It's a track he normally goes well at. It is, yeah. You dwell at Snap. I think you'll look to build on that. And I don't think a Jenny wins off the cards, though I'm not predicting it, but I don't think it's off the cards. No, it, it, it could be a very black and white weekend for him. He could either go really well and like he has done before, or if it rains, then he could slide back through the field like he did at Thruxton. 
quite possibly. Okay, let's go for your three race winners, or two, or one race winner, depending if you're going to get all three. Okay, uh, first of all, I will go Butcher, as you said. <laughs> Traditionally goes well here, um, and we know that that, that uh, Toyota is damn quick as yep. well, um, and I think it suits this track quite nicely. Um, I also think Sutton weather depending this one probably is yep. um, if we're looking for rain, a little bit of rain in race 2 or race 3 then we know how good he is he's a demon in the rain or he's a demon most of the time but especially in the rain compared to the other cars um, and a little outside bet is Jake Hill we've seen him go yeah. well here before um, we know that the 4 goes well here and if he can um, just capture some of that form that he did at Thruxton then I don't see why not Three solid suggestions. Mine are slightly more left field, I guess. I've gone Butcher as well, I think, yep. for the same reasons. Gordon Shepton, I just fancy this to be a weekend. He bounces back, and I can see him taking pole and taking race one, maybe. He's kind of due it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes well here. Um, and it's a track that suits him, his driving style. And, of course, Matt Neal will be telling him how to get through clearways, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, Butcher, I said, I agree. I think Adam Morgan could be in a chance this weekend. Rear... Um, yeah, race three, reverse grid maybe. Yeah, he's a driver that we haven't spoken about yet. I don't, I don't know how well that BMW team does this weekend. Um, as we say, it's not really a BMW suited track. It prefers the longer layout. Um, but yeah, maybe a, a reverse grid. Yeah, I think without weight on it, it would be, be quick. I yeah, that he'll get there in race three to be effectively weightless. Um, but I agree with you. I think he's going to outscore Chilton. I think so do you. As we move on to our overall predictions yes very much so um, moving on to our three predictions for the weekend as you just mentioned my first one is that Morgan will outscore double the points of Chilton this weekend which uh, on last weekend showing is almost a certainty so Morgan winning would really help you <laughs> yes yes it would yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Dynamics both Dynamics drive to score in all three races and I don't mean Jack Sears score I mean top 15 finishes for both drivers yep. across the three races okay. I think this will be a strong weekend for Dynamics uh, as long as they don't get into any instance yeah but and depending where Robottom is in the field he could get caught up in one could do. Just saying. Yeah, but that's that's true. But literally, yeah. I mean, yeah if, well, yes, yes. If, if Butcher gets caught up in an instant, he won't win the race. I mean, you know. <laughs> and then we both be screwed. Yeah, Mor yeah, Morgan could get caught up in an instant and not then Chilton double his points score. Yeah, and if true. that does happen, you deserve to be fired from the. <laughs> I deserve minus a point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my next one is oh, a, a little. We'll have to work this one out as we go through the weekend. But Ford manufacturer points to outscore BMW manufacturer points this weekend. Now, going into the weekend, they nominate the two drivers from each manufacturer that will be scoring points. We would assume that will be Hill and Jackson mm -hmm. and Turkington and Oliphant. You thought so, yeah. So, that, I think that is the basis that we will work off of um, and we will see how that pans out this weekend. Well, I believe the Ford is going to be quite strong. I think you're overcomplicating how we're going to have to work it out because we just go 180 BMW, 170 Ford as it stands at the minute. We'll see who. Yeah. If that gap closes, perfect. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm going to go for a driver. I'm not going to name the driver, but there will be a triple podium this weekend for a driver, I think. Okay. I think this track is so quick. I don't think the weight makes so much difference here. I really don't because I think that. In some ways, it's not a bad thing to have weight downhill, yep. down the paddock hill bends and down um, into Graham hill bends. I don't think they're, it's a bad thing to have weight on board. Yep. So I think this is probably a track where you can negate the weight the most. And if it rains as well, then the weight becomes effectively obsolete. So Yeah, 
I think a driver will get a triple podium here. Okay, uh, my final prediction is that Glingetti will score some points at last. Jack Sears um, points or actual points? Actual points. Actual points. Actual points. The top 15 finish in one of the three races. Uh, we've seen Taylor Smith score points and obviously Goff has scored well so far, um, having scored 33 already. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I fancy Getty. We've seen how quick he can be. Um, and when he came into the... Um, into Team Hard for those last couple of rounds. He did well at Brands, I believe. Uh, so I think he could kick on. Very good. I, I think Hard will be strong here as well. I'm going to go for a podium for Team Hard. It's likely to be Goff, but yeah. Aaron Taylor Swift's not that bad, to be fair. Right. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jack Sears, I think we both agreed it's row bottom. Yeah. At some point, go with covering that ground any further. Right, so the Harvey Bingo. <laughs> now, we, we'd done these separately just to point out first of all but we have both come up with the same one pretty much yeah so he'll talk about the Ford the and their Ford tires. and their punches that they had um, with the setup problems last year yes it was a brand new car but I, I think he'll refer, refer back to it I think you're, you're absolutely right I think he'll make reference to the BMW in the rain there'll be a comment on oh, Turks will be hoping it stays dry because of course last year it rained, and yeah, you know, you or it will rain, and he'll go, mmm, bad news for Turkington because this is, you know, there'll be something along those lines. So, can we just put in every week Tim Harvey talks about Turkington? I mean, he kind of has to, it's his yeah, job, true, but, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is also to do with rain and possible crossover between dry and wet tyres, uh, especially in probably race three, where mm -hmm. I don't know, we could have a mix of people starting on dries and people starting on wets, could well do. Uh, my final one is there will be an overtake at Clearways or an attempt to overtake at Clearways. And if it's one of the Dynamics cars, they'll more than likely it'll be. Of course, Matt Neal is the king of that move. He'll be on the radio now saying to Dan, "Yes, well done," because I that's the move I love. So, yeah, oh, so, yeah. something like that. You can you can just hear it. I don't know. Yeah. I know it's because I do an uncanny impression. Uncanny but, it is, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that that's a possibility. Uh, and my final one is a cutback out of Druids. Um, we we see loads of drivers go deep into Druids, try and get the cutback, get a better drive out the corner down to Graham Hill, and almost try and hang it around the outside of the bottom of the hill. Um, I think it's a popular move and one that Harvey normally notes about, doesn't he? I completely agree. I think that pretty much sums up where we are. Then obviously we are going this weekend. Uh, limited numbers again. Doesn't limited uh, numbers be a... and restricted areas that you will need to keep an eye out for. Um, a, an email has been sent out by. MSB and brands um, with a map on there to show you where you are and aren't allowed um, but yeah we hope it doesn't rain too much because mm. we don't want to get soaked nope. uh, but enough to make the racing interesting take sensible shoes because there'll be lots of walking yep. um, uh, and yeah that's not going to be a merch village by the looks of things which is a bit of a shame because no, I think teams no real surprise though no but you know teams need the money oh one thing we haven't mentioned go on the Goodyear balloon I wonder if that will be there. It's right, time to end. <laughs> it's scheduled to be there this weekend. It'll be interesting if we see it. That's about it. I mean, what? Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Bit of a talking point. Is it? Yeah, yeah, well. Um, we hope you all stay safe um, and have a brilliant weekend, whether you're watching it from home or at the circuit. Uh, and, of course, if you see us around the circuit, feel free to come up and talk to us. We don't bite. Um, and we'll tell us how awful our predictions yeah. are or, you know. and um, we'll be back for the preview probably on Wednesday next week actually yeah review 
that one even. Yeah. The, we can, we can preview the preview yeah, again, yeah, yeah. but more like to be the review. Uh, and we'll put the review review up on Wednesday, hopefully, because you know football on Tuesday. And catching up with the racing. Yes, miss, exactly. Miss, yes, <laughs> although we shouldn't have uh, as much problems we did Sneston because we, we see more brands. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 